Welcome to the Super Sports Mom Podcast, a place for all moms of many and mighty athletes to get support and insights into the world of sports. This is your place to learn, grow, and laugh. I am a sports dietitian, former elite athlete, and newbie sports mom, inviting you to adventure together. This podcast is sponsored by Eat This for Performance, the home of champions. Okay, so we are here. This is episode 26 of the SSM podcast. I'm your host, Pearl Narenberg, and I am joined today right away with the guest of honor on the SSM podcast, and it happens to be her second appearance, which is pretty cool because we are a quarter of the way to 100, so we got to bring back our original guest, and um, we have none other than Margot Lacoste here. Hi, Margot. Hi, Pearl. So Margot is special to me and the project of Eat This for Performance because she was there really from the beginning last year when I realized I needed help going through my very first offer that I was going to give the sports community. And in fact, my first offer was to sports moms and I wanted to do something new in nutrition that hadn't been done before that was super accessible online. You could have me in your house or on the go because I know you are busy as ever. And right? For sure. Absolutely. So Margot jumped in. Thank you for that, Margot. Happy to be here. Um, so since you're, you know, and continued along with me, so she jumped in, I asked her to uh, come jump in and help in all of the, you know, talk back and forth to moms. And uh, it was a lot of moms, it was some dads too, and some players, but a lot of moms jumped in and started to ask questions about what we were doing. And what is this eat this for performance thing? And what is you know planning for the off season in sport? And so Margo jumped in and ha- and we haven't looked back, we've been working together. This is our second project together. Um, Margo, we, we kind of like are destined to be partners in, uh, I would say partners in crime. (laughs) (laughs) This is our second big project together. It's been amazing. It's been amazing. It's been a, a good ride, I think. And we had the first project, which, you know, not a lot of people know about, um, but we wrote a book together. Yep. Yep, it's uh, nutrition for hockey players, and uh, we also met, it was by happenstance, really. Uh, Remember, Pearl, you were working uh, through uh, Hockey Quebec, and I had my daughter that was playing hockey, and we just reached out, and we managed to reach out to each other. We both found out that we were dietitians, and uh, yeah, the rest is history. Yeah, and it was a really fun project because uh, Margot had this original great idea that she'd put forth to her local community in Montreal and started to teach people just the inner workings of sports nutrition a little bit. And I saw the the format was simple, bite-sized information, and that's what really caught my eye because a lot of what's put out from the science world that I live in most of the time is very jargony, right? Yeah, for sure. You you really want to explain things to people so that they understand and it's information they can use, not information they have to try to figure out to know how they could possibly use it. You really want them to be able to take it and bite into it and use it. Yeah. And so Margot, you started my brain like into the process and I didn't like, so when I um, went into my private practice after two mat leaves, 
I was coming out of the, the second mat leave and I said, you know, I'm going to do something different. And you had started my brain on that process. I think, I think you launched me into that. <laughs> I launched you. Oh, I feel honored, Pearl. <laughs> totally. So we, we've created now after a year, a bite size way of learning about sports nutrition. Just, it's not a book. It is a online course where you can actually listen to video and audio and read. So it's like all, everything, every type of learner all in one. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's a, it's an amazing uh, product. I'm really proud to be part of it. And uh, I, I think I'm, I, I think about how the people that have benefited from it and it's, it's uh I can't wait for more people to find out about it because it's, it's, uh, it's quite incredible. And I'm so happy to have you. Um, basically, Margo's in the seat of talking to all of our customers, all of our people that come in and actually purchase the product with us and come on this journey. So it's a 14-day course that we've put into. It's almost a bit like you can think of it as a bit of a camp too for kids um, because there is a fun element to it. Courses seem dry and I don't know, like when I think of like doing a course in the summer, it's like, oh, I, I failed at school. So I have to do summer school. And that's really not what this is. So we, I almost feel like we almost, I was talking with Lindsay this morning, who's the other sports dietitian here. And we were thinking we really have to, we have, have to share that it is a bit more like camp, I think. Yeah, well, it's it's um, it's so much fun. It's and learning has to be fun, or else not a lot of learning takes place. You know, kids and and parents and coaches they really need to feel that this information is 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 fun to learn, and they really want to learn, and they also have to be able to feel that it makes a difference. And trust me, it really makes a difference. I've seen it in how many years have I been been a sports mom? It's been. Like I think uh, 25 years I've been a sports mom and I've, I've seen it in my kids and, uh, uh, you know, performance eating works. It's absolutely works. So, Oh, and we're going to talk about that because you're just coming off the back of a really amazing weekend of performance for your youngest daughter. Um, I don't want to give it away just yet. So you're going you're gonna to tell us what this was all about. And my, I do want you to answer one question, though. I'm dying to know. I haven't asked Margo this. This is brand new. Um, to me, information brand new. Uh, so what is the, the most exciting or interesting part of the course from your perspective? Let me see. I think the, oh, it's so hard to pick one of the most interesting because it's, it's all how it's, how it's set up and how it's, uh, how the information's presented in, in little bits and it builds on it on, on each other and at the end you can you can uh, set some amazing goals oh that's a tough question pick what favorite thing uh, for me I think the performance list is something that uh, for me is the, is fun and it's the base of everything so if I had to pick one thing which is really kind of hard um, I think I would pick that okay goody um, I love the performance list. I was inspired by another dietitian, Jory Jansen. So I'll call out Jory. We're going to get her on the podcast in a few weeks. So you get to meet oh, Jory. That'd be amazing. <laughs> she inspired it. She inspired the energizers and the superfoods and the muscle builders. So I'm excited to have her on. Um, anyways, enough, enough about Jory. We'll, we'll get to meet her soon. Let's talk about what's going on uh, with you, Margot, because you have a wealth of 
wisdom to share with us and the sports, the sports moms to be and the sports moms current and even dads as well. Cause I always say, you want to talk to my dads while, while you're driving in the car or something and turn up the volume so the athletes can hear. So you have, you've raised four kids who have all done all kinds of sports and that wisdom, um, being also with your nutrition background, a dietitian, I think it is, uh, you have so many stories to share with us and that's why we want to have you on the podcast several times, um, being that you work to eat this for performance and you get that sports nutrition is central to a high performance. Um, so tell me now, what is it like when you, uh, texted me this morning, because this is what inspired this podcast. What is it like writing the words? Um, I'm not sure if I'm a hockey mom anymore. Oh, well, it's, um, it is an emotional time for me right now, because my daughter, who, uh, Elise, who was in uh, her last tournament as a junior player yesterday, uh, she is no longer, she's too old now. At the ripe old age of 21, she is too old to play youth hockey. And, uh, you know, I, I kind of looked at my husband and I said, does that mean I'm not a hockey mom anymore? I've been a hockey mom since she was Adam. I mean, she was tiny and, uh, and actually her brother before that. So I was a hockey mom even before that. And um, I have to say that made me sad. That made me pretty sad, you know. Um, but uh, Pierre, my husband, knows the right things to say. He says, well, you know, you're still a mom and you still play hockey, so you're still a hockey mom. <laughs> so I'm going to go with that. <laughs> I love it. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, of course. Uh, but I get what you're feeling. Like, I, I understand that there's, some, there's a difference now in when you, your child is, I'm sure, leaving you sport. And, you know, what does that, what does that mean for like when you look back on all of those games, practices, times together, what's sticking out for you right now? Oh, you know, I, I think, I think back to, there's so many emotions that go with hockey. You know, you've got the tryouts, the stress of tryouts, you've got the, 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 you know, the euphoria of victory, you've got, you know, as the agony of defeat, there's so many ups and downs that you feel um, as a parent. And I think a lot of it is because you want your child to be happy. So when your child is, is unhappy about something because they've lost or they didn't make the team that they wanted to make, you really want to support them and make them feel that, you know, it's not the end of the world and, and this will make you stronger and, and you, you support them to, to get to the next step and get to the next level. So, um, I feel right now it's, uh, I feel a great deal of pride in my daughter because she's been through ups and downs in all her years of playing hockey. And, and, uh, yesterday in her last game, uh, she, she really, she really put everything together and she left everything on the ice and, uh, it was a great way to finish. I have to say it was a great way to finish. So if you could, uh, say a message to Elise about her, her career, and, you know, the culmination of what that came to and um, what would that be? Oh, a message to her. Well, you know, I, I have videos of various things. I have the video of the first, the very first time she came on the ice as an Adam C player. She hadn't really skated much. She'd never held a hockey stick. The coach had to basically walk beside her and tell her how to what she had to do around the cones and it was 
it was honestly it was really funny and i think if she saw that uh, video now she would probably think it was pretty funny um i think that uh, you know over the years i've i've seen her mature and and uh, you know i think hockey does that to a player you 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 go through so much as a player you learn how to be a part of a team you you um you know you you learn how to accept defeat you learn how to win gracefully uh, you, you know when you don't make a team you learn how to work hard and to 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 get back to where you want to be and i have to say my message to her is that i'm really proud of her of all the years of, that she's worked hard and she's really put her uh, her efforts in the right place and she's one of the things that i'm most proud of is that she's she's such a good teammate and i think to me that's so important is how how she is with other people and uh how she is for her teammates and how she's there for them so that's something i'm really proud of that's beautiful um i know that when I, when I hear your stories, I can almost see my, the path with my own kids. And I see that with, especially with a sport like hockey, because I'm, my daughter's doing dance right now and the doors closed and I don't get to watch practice and (laughs) you don't get to witness it. So it's kind of cool to, you know, that this, there's a sport that has an arena for the parents to look down and, or to the side and see Mm -hmm. the evolution and to hear those stories, do you think that, and in, this is every sport, even dance, I'm sure, do you think it's basically you're witnessing, you know, you're on a microcosm, like your child become an adult? I think there is a lot of that. I think there's a lot of things that happen in hockey that happen in life. You know, unfair situations. The, you know, you just have to learn to deal with them and move on, accept them and, and try to figure out a way to put chances more on your side that they don't happen again. Um, uh, as I said, learning how to work with other people. I mean, over the years that she's played hockey, there's been some people on her team that she really hasn't liked, some girls on her team that she really hasn't liked. But And, you know, she'd come home and talk to me about it and, I'd say to her, well, you know, you just have to, they're part of your team. You have to learn how to work together. You don't have to be best buddies, but you have to be able to, to work with that, that person. And, and you have a common goal and uh, you, you also want to have fun. So let's, you know, try to keep things light and, and, and just try to have fun. Working with people is one of the best, like, things that I, that I have gotten out of team sports. And uh, for me, it was finding a voice because as I was not as outgoing as a young child. So that was a great, it's like all your weaknesses you can work on, all your strengths, you get to accentuate them. So that yeah. is, that is great. And you hopefully with a good coach. Uh, I think it's really cool that Elise wants to go into coaching. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She's, uh, she's in physical education at McGill now and she's, yeah. uh, she loves uh, to coach She's had some amazing coaches over the years, and um, I have to say that Pierre, my husband, was one of them. He he's uh, he is an amazing coach, and uh, so I think she's learned a lot from from the coaches that she's had over the years. And there have been some that she's she hasn't liked some of the things that they've done and and how they've done it and some of the things that they've said. And she's learned from that as well. She's she doesn't want to 
to repeat those things. She, she's, she's learned from things that she hasn't liked as well. So, so um, looking back and now this is um, your next steps. Uh, we, we have like a, how many years you said 25 years almost? Well, yeah, about (laughs) that. I mean, when the first one, when, when my oldest started playing soccer, I mean, she was really young. So yeah, it's been 25 years. That does age me. (laughs) Uh, Well, you know, beautifully. And (laughs) you have, well, you have wisdom. This is why I love um, having yourself having moms with wisdom on our show, because it's, it's you who have some of the answers we're looking for on what comes next, what comes next. So um, as I know you don't have all the answers of what comes next in in the next chapter, but what would you say to uh, the moms who are coming up through it, like the travel and that are in the thick of it, what would you say to your younger self, I guess, in terms of being able to handle the um, what comes next as a sport parent? I think I also matured over the years uh, as a as a sports parent, a soccer mom, a hockey mom, um, and I think one thing that I have learned is to be more more tolerant of other people's uh, positions and try to understand where people are coming from. You know, when when people lash out at the referee or they they say some things to other players or other parents, I'm you know, in the beginning, I used to let myself get all angry and uptight and upset about it. But now I'm, I, I'm able more to take a step back and say, you know, where is that person coming from and try to take it more in stride instead of, you know, escalating the situation and getting just as upset as they are, you know. So I think my advice for, for sports parents that are are just starting out and their kids are very young you know you're going to come across situations where parents are going to say things um, or do things or other players are going to say things and do things or referees are going to make bad calls or umpires are going to make bad calls and really there's a lot of things you don't have control over but what you do have control over is how you personally react to it and you have to also remember that you are your child is looking to you as, as a role model and you really want to um, act in such a way that this is how you would want your child to react in that situation. So you want to be a good example for your own child in, in those situations. So I've seen a lot of parents with emotions that may have gotten out of control. So I would say just take a deep breath and count to 10, maybe 20, maybe even 30 if it's necessary. And just remember that eyes, your little eyes are watching you and, 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 and try to remember that so that you behave in such a way and act in such a way that your child will learn how to behave properly in the world of sports. Mm-hmm. Well, I see it as leadership skills. I love this statistic that I came across a few months ago that shows that the most uh, successful leaders, talking CEOs of Fortune 500 companies, the number one consistent quality that was coming out of these leaders that they all possessed was the self-awareness, uh, awareness of how they act, interact, more like more attuned than those who are less successful. Oh, that's very interesting. Yeah, I think you get less self-aware when you're in a group of people. 
when you have a bunch of you're sitting with a bunch of parents and one person's yelling and that gets you all riled and then you start yelling and it's it, so it's so I think you being self-aware that it, it gives you um, an ability to be less influenced by people around you doing things that you may normally not do. Mm-hmm. Like that, the group think mentality that happens when you're in a crowd and everyone is shouting or angry. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I have to laugh because yes, I, my daughter's a goalie. Elise is a goalie. So we tend to move from side to side depending on where she's playing because if we're on the other end of the rink, we can't really see her. So there are times where we're sitting with the other team's parents and we try very hard not to say anything, to try to be a little respectful. But, you know, some of the comments that you hear from the other team's parents can can make you angry. So <laughs> I'm, uh, you know, you have to really bite your tongue and say, well, okay, that's their opinion. But <laughs> like so, opinion, like a, they say stuff about your team or your daughter or. Yes. And, and saying things like, you know, uh, the referee is only calling it one way, you know, and, and it's funny because they, I, I faced this yesterday and, you know, when the referee makes a call against their team, they're up in arms, but when we get a penalty, oh, well, then that was a penalty. So it's, I think there's, there, uh, the thing with sports is that you can get very emotional and you can lose sight of, of, of what's happening on the ice. You see things through an emotional visor and then it's, it makes it a little harder to be objective. Let's just say that. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. I've seen that many times over the years. So Yeah, yeah. Well, lots of, you know, cheering from the stands and hearing um, yelling at the refs and all. <laughs> <laughs> for some oh. reason in hockey we had like people uh fans have like a feeling of right to yell at the referees I don't know I why know. <laughs> it's, and it, I think about it and you know some of these referees are young kids and I've I've actually spoken to parents of referees and they they tell me that it's really awful to hear some of the things that people are yelling at their kids. And these are, some of them are really young. Would you want your, would you want somebody yelling at your kid? Like you're yelling at this referee and, and they're young referees. They're going to make mistakes. It's, it's just, you know, players are going to make mistakes. Coaches are going to make mistakes. Everybody makes mistakes. Nobody's perfect. So, you know, you have to cut the referees a little bit of slack and, and honestly, (laughs) Yelling at the referee and getting the referee mad, what does that accomplish? Makes it them make more mistakes. <laughs> they make more mistakes or they start, you know, thinking, well, maybe I need to call more on the other side or, you know, like it's, like you said, yeah. they make more mistakes and, and it just, honestly, it makes you look bad when, yeah. you, when you yell at a referee, a little young referee or even older referees. It's, uh, you know, they're allowed to make mistakes. They're human. Okay, so parents, we are allowing people to make mistakes <laughs> and we are self-aware of our emotions, but truly those are some uh, of the, the biggest things I've seen parents struggle with and I can see it in my own reactions, how when it's your child, there's a different level of emotion that comes out and it's, it's natural, it's human, 
Uh, but our, our, how you act, I get that. I get that your kids are, are modeling. So you must have done something really right because you have some exceptional leaders in your, of your children. Oh, so, thank you. <laughs> congratulations. Thank you. And really, Margot, this is a celebration episode of you because I think it's really amazing to, to have witnessed your kind of your, almost like your last year of your daughter in youth hockey. I know that's a big deal. I know that is. And so this is a nice way to say, you know, congratulations to everything that you've accomplished as a, as a super sport mom. Oh, thank you. It's, uh, it, it, it does feel really good. I feel really good today, but like I said, mixed emotions, it's the end of an era, you know, but, uh, it was a, it was a nice, nice way to finish. I mean, last year in the finals, they lost in overtime and that was crushing. That was really hard. And, you know, for them to pull themselves up by their bootstraps and do it again this year and actually win was, it was very sweet. I have to say it was very sweet. Well, very fun. Uh, so we'll definitely be talking more about some of these experiences again in the future. So Margot is uh, like part of the ET4P crew, the Eat This for Performance crew. So if you're following along with us, getting our emails, which you can you know, grab our uh, food list off the, off the website, ET4P.com and you'll be on our email list and eventually sometime very soon we'll have a way just to get into our email list and we send you regular emails and Margot's reading all your responses to those emails and supporting your journey in performance eating. So we're here for you and you know, we're, we're also celebrating you in your moments. Absolutely. <laughs> so uh, thanks for coming on again, Margot. It's really great to have you on the podcast a second time. Oh, it was fun. Thanks so much, Pearl. Okay, so we will sign off. We'll talk to you again next week, and we wish you a very wonderful week. Thank you for listening to the Super Sports Mom podcast this time. My wish is that you feel more empowered than ever to live your dream sports life. If you get inspired from this message, amazing. Share it with a friend and pass that inspiration along. I can't wait to share the next adventure with you. See you next time. Hey, does getting the right food in front of you at the right time seem a little daunting sometimes? Well, a lot of times. You're not alone. And that is why here at Eat This for Performance, we are making people's lives easier by taking out all of the guesswork from performance eating for all of the situations you may be in eating out, eating in at the grocery store, or just looking at that food down on your plate, wondering if that is the right thing to be eating. So we have something that we would like to give you. That is our performance eating foods list. If you hop on over to et4p.com, you can grab our food list and start going right away at eating the performance foods that you want to eat. Once you have the food list, you'll be well on your way to digging into our four-part framework and really starting to become a confident athlete or a confident parent in your food selections. So have a look and definitely reach out to us if you have any questions whatsoever. We're here cheering you on as you eat for that top performance in sport and in life.